in the shower, car, or on the can. As moms, we all know those are about the only times in a day where we are alone and sane, if we're lucky. That's why we created Mom Goal, a weekly podcast designed to give moms all they need to know to become moguls in 15 minutes or less. So lather up, turn up the volume, or stay secretly hiding in peace on the pot a bit longer. Let's go. All right, it's time to talk five minutes of physical knowledge with dietitian and stronger you coach Maggie Watson. Maggie, welcome back. Guys. So today you are going to tackle nutrition during pregnancy. So I know, especially with my first, it was like I reverted back to my fourth grade self. Chef Boyardee, alphabet soup. That's like what I wanted in my life. I'm taking that. That isn't part of your plan. Well, funny <laughs> enough, you know what? You can have all those things. My jam was Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That was all oh, up so my alley. Good. It was amazing. And it was like I went back to being a kid. Like I wanted what I wanted as a kid. It was crazy. Oh, and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches every day. I mean, truly, it was it was kind of incredible. Granted, I had a twin pregnancy, so I definitely had to pack in a lot more calories. It was actually very uncomfortable, but you know. When they say eating for two, are we really? <laughs> We're not really eating for two. You only need a few hundred extra calories, truly. It's just not much. Give me an example of a few hundred extra calories. Oh, let's say like a good size apple and a couple tablespoons of peanut butter. That's about what you're talking. I know. Oh my, oh my lord. Oh my. I lord. definitely ate for two. <laughs> <laughs> it seems crazy, but you know, your body is pretty amazing and it can grow another human being with that little extra food. And granted, if you have a twin or a triplet pregnancy, those things change, but keeping the data points and making sure that you stay on task is really important. And again, it gives you kind of a sense of freedom because you you understand what's happening in your body a whole lot more, which is great. So you can kind of see trending. And the one thing I think is really important about having a coach during pregnancy is that it's somebody else who's a third party who can kind of bring you down because it's an emotional time. You kind of need somebody to let you know that it's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to have these struggles and you know it's not all or nothing that's a big key point that will transfer right along to post-pregnancy because this all or nothing thinking is really detrimental and for you with the twins how was that with your nutrition plan i mean actually was too different in your belly obviously oh, yeah <laughs> i mean my doctor when we had no idea we were having twins and the doctor immediately was like you need to gain 60 pounds and i was like what <laughs> I can't do that. Crazy. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. 60 on the dot and protein needs were way higher, which was tough because I didn't even want to be in the same room as chicken my entire pregnancy. So that was challenging. What did you eat? What did you eat protein wise? You know what? I ate a ton of Greek yogurt and cottage cheese. Adam, I always forget I about protein. protein. Yeah. I know. I always think like protein meat, you yeah. know. Yeah, me not- too. Mm-hmm. So I actually had edamame pasta for dinner tonight and it was awesome. So good. Edamame pasta. Yeah. What? Oh my God. Hey, get out there. Mom, you're pregnant. Hit up Maggie's. <laughs> <laughs> well, may not sound best to somebody pregnant, but truly, I mean, I made a lot of smoothies and things that were easy to eat. A lot of eggs. So, you know, there's plenty of ways to get protein that's not just eating a big old piece of meat because sometimes that just sounds really terrible. You kind of got to work with, with what you've got what you're feeling and what you got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really like the key point is obviously to grow a healthy baby. But other thing that can be so motivating is to set yourself up with those good habits for when the baby comes. If you're really focused on what you need to do, 
you know how to get there when the baby's here and needs you all the time. You know, you can plan, you can prep, you can do all those things to make it easier on yourself. So getting that practice in when you're pregnant is really pretty important. Yeah, because so much hits you at the end. I mean, nothing can prepare you for life with kids, right? So at least if you're in control of one aspect of your life, that's huge, right? Exactly. All right. Well, stick around next week because Maggie is going to talk about nutrition post-pregnancy, which we know those sleepless nights, it's hard. It is definitely not easy, but it can be done. And she is going to tell us how. So stick around. Thanks, Maggie. See you guys. Bye. Mom it's time to talk five minutes of financial knowledge again with financial advisor, Casey Gregory. Welcome back, Casey. Thank you. Thanks for coming back. Yes, we are so excited to talk college today. I mean, I'm dreaming of Campus Poly Eyes right now. Gosh, I wish we had some. Oh, Miss Bowling Green. Those days were the best. But now, 15 years later, Raquel and I, we both have two kiddos. Casey, you have a beautiful son. And those beautiful children might go to college someday. So what should us mom goals do first? Absolutely. I call this the baby bill. The baby bill. So, you know, there are many baby bills that come along with those little bundles of joy. Typically, parents are great about discussing the day-to-day responsibilities of taking care of the kids, such as food, diapers, daycare. Those are the things that are on the agenda when that baby comes. That itself is no small feat because, as you know, it adds up. I remember thinking, if I could just get my son to kindergarten, I'm going to have all of this extra money to save. But then life happened and suddenly there wasn't extra money. I had to make the extra money appear. But there really is an art to saving. And I like to kiss it. So keep it simple. Okay. So there are three steps that I like to talk to my investors about. Step one, save for basics. Step two, save for the unexpected. And step three, save for the future. So step one, you're gonna use your checking account as your monthly bill, keep your balance low. So you're carving out your money, that's step one. Step two, save for the unexpected. I recommend that people, couples have an emergency fund of a several months worth of living expenses in a savings account. This is going to serve for loss of a job, medical expenses, anything that life throws at us. Those things should be established prior to investing. Step three, save for the future. A good rule of thumb is 10 to 15% of your after-tax income should be saved. So if you think back to the conversation we had about power of compounding, the more you put in now, the less you're going to need to save later. I'm gonna do a plug here because before you start thinking about saving for your kids, which I know that's what we're talking about, I need to hit briefly on saving for yourself. This is the airplane mask concept. As moms, we're doing everything for everyone else, but we've got to put that safety mask on before we can help others, right? That rule does not change here. I have had a girlfriend who's saving in a 529 under her own name for her unborn, unconceived child. And I called her and said, babe, what are we doing here? And she said, well, I just thought that that's the right thing to do. And I said, yes, but we need to start saving for your retirement first. Yes. 
Okay, that's good. That's good. No, you first before you start saving for the kid and making sure that we have that emergency fund and steps number one and two checked off before we start saving for the kid. Absolutely. This is where it's great to have a financial advisor to walk through what your family goals are. I'm going to give you some overall concepts. As it relates to kids and on top of that baby bill that comes with these kiddos, it's college. So every family is different, but a lot of parents start with a 529 college savings account. The beauty in these accounts are they're tax friendly, they're flexible, and they are available to anyone. The 529 college savings plans are still underused. Only about 30% of America is saving for their kids' educational future. So if you're trying to get a leg up on college costs, there are five things that you need to know. Okay, so one, investments in the 529 grow tax deferred and withdrawals are generally exempt from federal and state income taxes as long as they're used for college expenses. Number two, there are no income limits. Any adult can open an account in a person's behalf. You can even have yourself as a beneficiary, just like my friend did. <laughs> and the beneficiaries can be changed at any time. So a lot of families that maybe open for their oldest child, and maybe that kiddo doesn't need to utilize it or they go a different direction, the beneficiary can be changed to your younger child. That's good to know. can also be used for yourself. Number three, Ohio and many other states are state tax breaks. It's a nice perk when you make contributions into the 529. Your tax advisor can help you maximize on that. Number four, one of my favorites, I always talk to my clients about this around the holidays, is that anyone, including grandparents, can contribute $15,000 per year into anyone's 529 account. So I tell my mom and dad, please do not bring more toys to this house. Please make a contribution. <laughs> if you guys can't see, it. I'm glaring into the screen right now because I don't have the room. I don't have the room. No, no more stuff. So yes, please donate to the 529 instead. Thank you. Love that. <laughs> Speaking your love language there. <laughs> <laughs> And then number five, there's a minimal impact on financial aid. So some of the saving tools that families have the ability to use can impact how much financial aid students can receive once they get to college age. So that's something that you need to be aware of. For my clients, I use an educational funding plan that allows the parents to guesstimate where their kid's gonna go to school, utilizing how old they are, what year they're going to go to college, and start talking to them about how much that's going to cost. For 2034, so if your kid's five right now, the estimated cost for college tuition is $170,000. I think oh, I just vomited. Oh. <laughs> is that what house? Yeah. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah. If it's important for a family to pay for their child's college education, it's essential that they start saving now. I mean, <laughs> that's a lot of dough. But I think what's good to know is not only are there 529 plans, but next week, Casey, you are going to be walking us through alternate saving options. Get excited because next week, Casey is schooling us on what those saving options are. Thank you, Casey. Bye-bye. Mommy. Mommy. <sighs> All right, mom goals. It's five minutes of emotional time with Kristen and I this week again. 
last week we talked about crying. So on that note, let's just keep it rolling. We're going to talk about failure this week and feeling like you fail as a mother. So for me, I always have good intentions. I feel like I'm the Pinterest fail version of Joanna Gaines. So Valentine's, for instance, the day that I cried and my whole family did. I don't know why I had in my head that I wanted to bake these homemade sugar cookies. You guys, these cookies. It was so much work. <laughs> I'm thinking, I had to like make the dough. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to measure it. The bowl's not big enough. Just shit's everywhere. Oh, and Kyle's yeah. laughing at me. He's like, why are you so set on making these cookies? <laughs> and I'm yelling. I'm like, because we're having fun, aren't we girls? I'm like about to blow a gasket, but I'm like, but this is fun, isn't it? Like, I, yeah. He's like, just go buy damn cookies at the store. Like, right, what? right. Like, it's the principal. They yeah. like bake. And so we're going to bake and we're all going to enjoy this. And I do that. I take on these damn Pinterest things and they end up losing my mind oh, yeah. and losing it on them. But I'm trying, guys. I'm trying, but it's the thought that counts. These damn Pinterest things, they don't turn well, out. And we've all been there. Oh yeah, my gosh, whether it's a Pinterest project or just anything, we've all been there. Sometimes it just doesn't work <laughs> out. Or what does what is, what is my mom always say? It's just not the way the cookie crumbles. That's literally <laughs> it. My cookie was crumbling and getting all over the rolling pin. And oh no. It was literally all over everybody's hands and it was so buttery. I think I've melted the butter too much and we couldn't get it off of our hands. Kyle's like, oh my God, I'm gonna have cookie butter hands. It was just a disaster. It's all good. Actually, this past week I made banana bread with Griffin and I forgot Aww. to put in the butter. I, I let it, I put it in the, put it in the microwave <laughs> to melt it and I forgot it. And then later on that night, I went to heat something up and I was like, oh shoot. Did the bread you know what? It was okay. I think it would have butter. It just, it, it would have been better with the butter, but the butter. it was okay. Everything's better with the butter. Better with butter. But speaking of mom fails, I did have a mom fail last week. I, you know, I've been super laser focused on the kids hybrid calendar. And I was like, okay, got this. I've been winning at the mom home thing right now. At but the hybrid. At the hybrid. However, mom fail because last week, got Colton ready, waited for the bus. And I realized, I'm like, okay, it's like 12.47 because that's the time the bus comes. And I'm right. like, nobody is here. Why are there no kids here? And then I gave it like another minute and I'm like, what the heck? And then I looked at my phone and I realized I looked at the wrong month and it was a school day off. It was like a teacher professional day. And gosh, I didn't even think about it or see it. And immediately I'm like, well, Mom fail, I'm like, Colton, no school today, I'm going home. So while it was a mom fail, it was a kid win because he didn't yeah. have to go to school. <laughs> Sometimes with those mom fails, we just kind of have to find what that little positive piece of info is right. out there. Great. And do you think we do it to ourselves? Oh, Honestly, yeah. I think more as a society now, because of the damn Pinterest, because of all of that, that's my mom's always like, you guys do it to yourselves. I don't feel bad. Just order the damn pizza for the birthday and who cares, you the know? Pizza, yeah. All right. So what we know, you know, failure is inevitable. So you just got to shake it off and move on to the next one, right? Am I right? Failure. <laughs> Fail every day. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, stick around because next week we're going to talk about how March is making us mad. It's March, March Madness. Madness mom goal style <laughs> let us out of the house let us out bye guys 
All right, mom goals, that's all the time we have. Thank you for sharing your time with us. And like what you hear, share with your friends and subscribe now and turn your Mondays into mom days.